shut them down, open up shop. Hello, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin, the guy to my right. His name is Tom. This is the High Button Podcast. Uh, we're very excited about this episode. It's number 99. Uh, Wayne Gretzky, it's a big moment. It's a big milestone for Tommy and I. Uh, we've been working on this for not not a year, eight months around there. And, uh, and we're just getting started. So without further ado, we're about to start episode 99. Um, <clears throat> so speaking of Wayne Gretzky, I don't know. Like I, uh, When a lot of people say he was the greatest, you know, he's awesome. I get at the points. And I've watched some of his highlight reels on YouTube. Uh, and don't get me wrong, he was amazing. But the thing that made him so amazing to me was being able to find open space and being in the right place at the right time. And now in today's NHL, space is very limited. Space is there, yeah, but you have to be very, it's not the very. Same. That space isn't there like it was <clears throat> back when he played. Yeah. When did he play? Eighty late, uh, all of eighties. Eighty. He played eighties and nineties. Eighties. Yeah. Did he play in the two thousands? Like he might have retired. And no, like... his last game was in ninety nine. Was it? Yeah. So, anyways, think, yeah, that's I how think, I feel yeah. about his. Uh... But who who's to know that if he played in this era? That he would have worked out in the summers and put on muscle and got quicker and adjusted to the times. Well, Who never knows? Know. The only the only reason I think he's will, will be the greatest is you just look at how much better he was like than the competition at the time. Like, look yeah. how many more points yeah. he had than the guy in second place. Like a hundred more points sometimes. Who was usually it was either Paul Coffey or Messier were the two guys that were behind uh, him. Yeri Curry. Yeri uh, Curry. Uh, Mario, Mike Boss. I'm talking about on his team. Oh, but yeah. Anyways, nonetheless, uh, yeah. But anyway, you know, incredible. So Justin, player. you um, tomorrow is a big day. You're going back home for Christmas. Yeah, I'm going back home. Um, you've been in Vancouver for about a year now. Yeah, it's been and about a year. On this podcast, we talk a lot about about the back home, Halifax, but we don't speak much on Vancouver. What are, What are your thoughts after one year in the in the big city? Uh, I like it. You know, it's. You you get excited for the first month, and not even you get your two weeks. You're like, oh, it's you know wicked, you know I'm in a new city. You get excited, but then you just kind of come to grips with everything. And you know what? It's the same as everywhere else. It's it's a place. There's people living. There's no real uh, you know excitement for me after that week. I understand how people uh, you know they go out and they go to a new city and they they rave about it and they have a, you know it's an amazing city. So it's better than this city. It's to me it, the city doesn't make the the city doesn't make the atmosphere. Atmosphere, it's the people and the people in the city. That, that's how I felt about. Uh, you, you're a big routine guy, though. No matter where you are, like you, you wake up, yeah. you, you go to work, you do the same thing. Go to work, you come home. Yep. So, I get why you would why you would feel that way. Mm-hmm. I have to completely disagree with you. Like we're on separate ends of the spectrum. Go ahead. I'm still discovering new things about the city that you you just can't get. Mm. Um, but those don't get me wrong. I don't have anything against Vancouver. I just have a hard time getting up and getting excited about um, a, a new city after a long time. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't know if I, I seek for these little things like you do. You're always good at coming up with, hey, like, have you tried this spot in the corner? Like, it's in the middle of a wall. We got to go try it out. Like, you seek those things out. I don't. Yeah. So, but on your behalf, I do agree with you saying that when you do, you know, when you find these things, it makes the city more exciting. So I understand where you're coming from. I find I don't know my my opinion on Vancouver is <clears throat> it's a really weird city. 
Like yeah. weird is good though. Yeah, mm. but like it's the people here are stranger than anywhere I've been, including New York. What's um, a, yeah, continue. And that's a, that's not a bad thing necessarily. No one's from here. I found. Yeah. Like when you talk to people, it's like, oh hey, how you doing? Where are you from? And, and it's like, oh, I'm from Calgary or I'm from uh, Australia. I think we talked about this on the podcast before. No one's. I don't know if we have. No, I don't know. But it's I, true. Yeah, I like most people aren't from here. I haven't met very many people from Vancouver. Yeah. Not a lot of people from the states, though. I haven't met that many from the states. But it's a lot of travelers. A lot of people just going through life. It's yeah. a, it's a it's a very it's a stopover city in life. There are a lot of a lot of Australians. Yeah, they like it. Here. And uh, Irish people. I haven't come across that many Irishmen. Well, in the bar industry. Yeah, I guess, that's true. That's true. Quite a few. No, but it, it it's been good. I yeah. enjoyed my I enjoyed my time here. And who knows? Like I'm definitely gonna be back. Yeah, I, I I can see myself being here for another year, maybe. Interesting. Um I know New York is in your there's you no, love New York. I don't know. I'd I'd like to live in at least probably at least five more cities. They say you gotta live in New York for a year. Who says that? Someone. <laughs> Someone said it. And I agree with them. I think it would be a cool place to live for a year. I think inevitably um, Toronto's because it just naturally happens for most East Canadi- Coasters, most Canadians, yeah, especially East Coasters. Well, it's a what is it, one hour flight from home, two hours? Yeah, it's 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 easy to it's an easy move. Not easy, no move it's, is it's easy. It's the nearest big city. Mm. Um, a lot of friends there too. Yeah, it's a, it's more like home. You don't feel as secluded. Yeah, because how many how many of our friends are living in Toronto right now? Quite a few. Um. Oh, so you don't notice anything different about Vancouver than being in Halifax? Uh, there's nothing. Di- <laughs> I don't know, man. There's nothing different about your day. There's nothing that you notice is easier or harder. Yeah, I, I like the grid. I like the. I'm able to transportation. Transportation. If yes. I if I uh, lived in Vancouver my whole life and moved to Halifax. I'd be furious on uh, how to get around because it's well not only that the transportation system in Halifax is garbage you can't get anywhere yeah it's uh, unless you've lived there your whole life it's very windy it's very did I tell you the story when I worked in the hospitality industry like people would be in the downtown core like I worked at a hotel downtown they'd be in the core of downtown for like an hour just trying to find the hotel because there were so many one-way streets every way. Yeah. And I understand that. Like that's, that's extremely frustrating. Imagine coming in from the airport. You're in the city. You can't find the hotel. You can find the hotel, but you can't just drive to it because there's so many one-ways. Like, it would suck. And I know Halifax is they're all they're trying to get the tour, tourism industry uh, what are they, up and going. It's a tough sell. It's, it's, a, it's a tough sell right now. It's so much construction. But then again, I haven't been there in the past six months. Maybe things have changed. I'm not sure. No, but that, that's uh, that's one thing I do like about Vancouver. I, I, it took me maybe a month to kind of figure out my way around here due to the grid system. And I know you knew a little bit about the grid system before I knew it knew about it because you were in New York. And you said it was easy in New York because everything's just one, two, three, four. And you just the numbers. Going. The number's great. Yeah, the number on the grid. Um, So I like that. That's the thing I did like about Vancouver. Yeah, it's, it's, excuse me. It's definitely, um, and I hear people in Vancouver sometimes complaining about their their transit. Yeah. Like, like, I've yeah, I, I've been in that conversation before with people. It's definitely the best in the country. Oh, I, I can't. I, I haven't been. You've everywhere. been to Toronto, Justin. You've been to Montreal. So, okay. 
yeah, I guess true. Yeah, I guess so. I guess yeah. Toronto was good, but then again, I was with Brody, and Brody knew his way. I I don't know. I guess so. I'll give it to you. Vancouver's it's been great. You can get anywhere you need to go in twenty minutes. Yeah, that's that's it, the everything downtown's walkable. Like yeah, when yeah. I'm at work and people like are looking for somewhere and it's if it's in the downtown core, it's, I just say it's you can walk there. When I looked at downtown for the first time, I was like, Whoa, that's it's massive. And it's not really massive, it's just a tall downtown. A lot of tall buildings. Yeah, the, geographically the downtown of Vancouver is actually very small. Yeah, it's like twenty streets. Yeah. You can get anywhere. Yale then, Yale Town, Midtown, Gastown are all within a twenty minute walk. Yeah. You can get there extremely quick. But yeah, um, then again, I also did like the big city. Even though now that I've been here for a year, it doesn't really feel like a big like, city. It doesn't feel like a big city. When I got all, here, no. I was like, yeah, you know, this is a big city. I'm loving it. And then you get here, it's like, yeah, it's just a bunch of condos. It's a big city with a small town, like small city vibe. Yeah, big city, small town vibe. No one's in a rush here. Well, I guess there's a lot of homeless people. A lot of homeless people aren't in a rush. <laughs> but it's not they've got nowhere to be they got nowhere to be so that's one thing I did pick up here there's not a lot of people uh, there's no hustle and bustle yeah like Toronto's busy Toronto is busy yeah. Toronto's happening it's, it's, it's quick it's witty it's on edge that's Toronto Vancouver not so much but with that being said I haven't been to Toronto in a couple years and the amount of honking in Vancouver really did piss me off I didn't see one accident I know we talked about this a, a long time ago so many car honks, no accidents. The Don't get me wrong. I'm happy there's no accidents. The driving here is <coughs> horrible. Terrible. Yeah, well, the drivers, it's horrendous. I wonder what, where that, what that stems from. What, like, why is it bad? I think we both know why. A lot of Asians? There's a lot of Asians. And they'll admit it. Like, Subin has admitted that he's a bad driver. And so is Dong, I'm pretty sure. They just there's, <laughs> they admit it. I remember, I remember even back in Halifax, they they had the nicest cars, and there was all there was dings in every single one of them. They're just hitting things. <laughs> Anyways, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a fact. I'm not. But well, yeah, bad drivers, a lot of honking, big city, small city feel. I find there's a lack of. I mean, it's funny we're watching a Burger King commercial right now. There's a lack of there's a I mean compared to to back home there's not much fast food out here like how many like how many McDonald's do you see do you know of I know of two uh, I know of one no I know of three you know what I mean there yeah there is no drive through right well when you're on a main street like that there's nowhere to yeah that's a good point drive throughs are meant for smaller cities. I really one thing I really respect a lot about Vancouver is everyone here is big on supporting local. Yeah, like like coffee at a, beer. Like yeah, like our bar. We most we have like what thirteen bars on drinks. What do we have? Six, eighteen beers on tap, and only one is not local. Yeah, that's cool. So I, and it's that's like a, that's the norm. Is Halifax? Does Halifax have? Halifax supports local. Nah, sort of. Some no. it's it's starting to, but I mean, it still has that small town like feel. Halifax is very in the past, I find, and that's part of that comes with having an older population. You know what I hate about Halifax is the radio. Yeah, they, they can't bad, figure they got, it out. They got some. They got some. Uh, 
they have some uh, I don't know what it is it's just they just can't they, they just it. can't get it right it's just and that that's absolutely a shot at Halifax Radio. Yeah, so if you're listening, take, if you're listening, take I've been, that I've been, I've had beef with with the radio stations back there for for a long time, and you know this, you know this. Speaking of radio, though, Quake's getting some play on the radio across Canada. I was looking at his Twitter today. He was like getting shoutouts from Calgary, uh, Edmonton. Yeah. Um, apparently, a song with Neon Dreams has been doing well. Yeah, uh, Confessions. I Confessions. Believe. A video came out. He was like, he was at the Juno. Uh, I didn't see that. I, I, I watched it today. It was cool. Was it good? Was it an, what was it? An interview? It was. Uh, it was. It was like a round table discussion with Cardinella Fischel and then Quake and then like three other artists. Oh, there was a. Oh, that's it was cool. like a round table conversation, but it was more Cardinella Fischel giving advice to the other people because <laughs> apparently he works for a label now. Oh, does he? Apparently, yeah, well, he signed to Acon. Yeah. Anyways, convict or he's uh yeah. So he's saying that uh, he works for a label, and now that he works for a label, he wants to give young up and coming artists um, good advice about what he had to go through. That's good. He um, and he, he actually did mention Neon Dreams in, in the thing. Oh yeah. Sorry. Keep well, he on. did the song with them, right? Yeah. Well, that's he. He mentioned that uh, their hustle was incredible. By they apparently they just got in a car and drove across Canada and just went to every single radio station. Like two oh. times sometimes and oh. perform for them, and then that's how they got their songs on the radio. Uh, he just said like that's like the hustle and drive apparently you need. Um, fun facts about Cardinal Official. Cardinal Official. But a baby bop. He one day turns down a record deal from Jay Z. Rockefeller. He, he said no. I don't want to. Why? It's. He said it wasn't the right deal. Wow. That's that's bold. And then, and then, to after that become successful is a is a, it's a big thing. That's cool. I've never, uh, I've never really listened to him closely. I, I didn't in the past, and then, um, uh, I think it was Quake told me he can actually rap, and I, uh, I listened to an old like mixtape track. It was him and Nas. And he held his own with Nas, so that's that's that was my first little. He was on a song with Nas. Yeah, wow. And he uh, he held his own. It was a it was a it was a good track. I liked his song with Ko. Yeah, they did a video for it. Yeah, you ain't looking for nobody. Yeah, something like that. Okay, that's good then. Uh, Giannis, gonna make those. I can't wait for the the bat the Christmas basketball games. They just have all the best matchups. Oh yeah, did you watch Kobe's uh, retirement yesterday? You mean his jersey? Yeah. No, the, I didn't. The, the highlights? No. The game went to overtime and he just left. Didn't stay for overtime. He was sitting courtside with all of his kids and his wife, and like there was the final buzzer shot and the guy like airballed it for the Lakers and then he just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Who the, shot it? The, the rookie that wasn't ball there. Kuzma? Uh, Kuzma. And he just he just, uh, he just just got up and left. <laughs> He's had enough. <laughs> Those kids are probably tired. Yeah, he has a, he has a new kid. He has like a like a baby. It was a baby there. He was, <laughs> yeah. hol- he was holding the baby. He has like a, like a baby. <laughs> he had like a, I thought he was done having kids. But he had a baby with him on the... Yeah, that, that sucks going... He's, he went from like a god on the basketball court... So now he's just like dad. He's like, <laughs> he's a dad feeding the kids and shit. Three daughters. Oh, do you think anyone else has ever gotten two numbers retired, 
Oh, LeBron with the three. That was tough. I know nobody's had two numbers retired. So that's pretty that's that says something. Maybe with two different teams, but not with the same team. Oh, does Shaq have any numbers retired with two different teams? I know he had obviously with LA, but he's probably got Miami. Miami. Did he win a championship in Miami? Yeah. That would be cool. Two different teams. Yeah. In fact, I think he does. Do you think Kobe will get a statue? Oh, yeah. If Shaq has a statue, Kobe gets a statue. Yeah. Do you think they give Kobe... Uh, do you think the, like what? Do you think he'll have hair in the statue, or do you think they'll go bald with the statue? Uh. So what number, pretty much? 8 or 24 is what I'm asking. The front's going to say 8, the back's going to say 24. Oh, I don't like that. Why not? I don't know. Stick I, with stick with one. I do like that. I think it's cool. If you had to give him one, if you had to pick, would you give him eight or twenty four? Would you give him hair or no hair? Twenty four, because that's when he won without Shaq. Yeah, when he beat the Lakers there. You mean the oh, or the the Celtics? Sorry. I only know Kobe as twenty four. I wasn't really into basketball when he was eight. I'm pretty sure he scored his eighty one when he was eight. I don't know. Was that was that? Yeah, I know it was against the Raptors. But was that in Toronto or was that in LA? I think it was in LA. Yeah, that's awesome. Of course, <laughs> he he put up eighty one on Jalen Rose. Um, <laughs> I like that guy, Jalen Rose. He's a he's a great inside scoop to the NBA. He's funny. Life. He's a he funny is, guy. He's good. He was in that that documentary, The Fab Five. There. Yeah. He he has a, group, a couple good stories on like NBA gambling trips and stuff. Like, oh really? He has great inside scoops. So he went. He's to, like, that guy who just rats on everybody to yeah. make some money after his career. Pretty over. much, yeah. <laughs> he was at the when Miami Heat won their first championship with LeBron there. He was at the after party, and he had some pretty good stories about that party. Him, who's the other guy he does his little show with? You know I, the guy. I don't really watch those shows. Yeah, he, anyways, he's, he's got some good stuff. Yeah, question. Yeah. I'm flying home tomorrow, and one question I've always had whenever I fly is, uh, is the seating, like if you have a baby, as I know we were talking about Kobe, he has a baby now. Do you have to buy the, the kid a seat? Depends if the kid's can young enough to fit on your lap or not. If the kid needs to take up a seat, you got to buy the seat. So okay, but if it's like an infant that you're gonna like hold, hold the whole time, then, then interesting. No. So I bet I wonder if there's parents that really tried to ride that out. Oh yeah, definitely. Like oh, my kid's five, but he can still sit on my lap. Definitely. Or if the airline's gonna call you out and be like, "Listen, okay, you get you gotta buy you gotta." You gotta, know, you man. gotta, you gotta buy him a seat. I'm definitely gonna be a parent that tries to ride that out. Yeah, you're, gonna be, those, you're gonna be one of those guys who holds up the plane because you want to save some money. You're not worried about the other 80 people on the flight. Well, I'm not holding up the plane. It'll happen when I buy the ticket. Yeah, but then again, you buy yeah, tic- you, th- you buy tickets online. You're right. So maybe I would be the guy holding a plane up because no one buys tickets at the counter anymore. No. You buy the ticket online. I've always wanted to do that. Just like, go yeah. to work, leave, don't go home, just go right to the airport. and Yeah, you get a big paycheck. You know, I'm going to go to Miami for tonight. I've wanted to do that too. I'd say two is the cutoff. But then again, I don't know how big a two-year-old is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm terrible with age. Yeah, I'm There bad. could be a four-year-old in the room right now. I'd say she's one or two. I, I don't know. <laughs> how quick do you grow in a year? I don't know. I'm horrible with that. I, like, yeah. I probably, I th- I think I could guess within five years. With, like, like anyone in life? No. Or you mean children? Children. So if there's someone under 10, you could, under five, you could guess. 
Well, yeah. No. So, I'm, I'm confused. No, within what... five years. Like, I, I could get the age within five. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe four. Yeah, that's... Know, five, eight, yeah, five's too much yeah, that's of a buffer too long, zone. Yeah, eight and four is a difference. Yeah. That's... Could, I, could you tell eight and four? No. Eight and four years old. No. I could not tell. Eight and four. How eight old are the four. kids upstairs? How old do you have... Sarah, how old are the how olds how old are the oldest ones? You don't know? Man, I have no idea. How old are you when you start to go to school primary? Four or five? Are you sure? Yeah. Four or five. I could have sworn they said something about like their first day of school, like in the summer, like September. Okay, so he's four or five. Yeah. Okay, so I'm starting. Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird age, seven. I, I like being seven. I would be the type of parent that forgets to enroll my kid in school. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> I thought he just went. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the bus driver knew to come get him. <laughs> I wouldn't know. You know who was bad with that was my dad. Why? What did he like, do? Like, he'd be driving me to school in like the first day some years. Be like, so what grade are you in now? Like, gra- <laughs> like grade seven? Like, Andy, I'm... Dad, I'm in grade four, man. You're off like three years. He'd ask you, what grade are you in now? That's hilarious. Do we ever tell the story about the Cuba pickup? I think we have. God, that's a good story. Should we tell it again? Let's, go, tell, let's you, tell it again. Go right ahead. I don't remember the last time we told it. It's worth a second tell. Uh, so Tommy and I live two very different lives. I'm more of an organized individual. Tommy's on the whim. Uh, I pick, We're going to Cuba. Or was it Dominican? It was Cuba. It was the first time. I think time. it was Cuba. So uh, Tom and I are going to Cuba. Uh, we're about... 19 18 years old at the time uh i'm driver my dad's driving us to the airport so me like my family parents know about it like i'm packed like a week before i got like the sunscreen i got everything ready to go down south for a week like i'm packed ready to go bought brand new uh what are they called uh swim trunks no we're not called swim trunks swim trunks yeah the trunks. bathing suit well it's the same thing i like saying bathing suit anyway so uh me and my dad picked Tommy up. Picked Tommy up. We're waiting out front. I text him. No answer. Text him again. No answer. Get my dad to honk the horn. No answer. So I run inside. You know, Andy's watching TV. Tommy's dad. I'm like, Andy, where's Tom at? And I was like, oh, he's, I think he's upstairs. Next thing you know, you just see Tommy running down the stairs, like in a rush. He knows he messed up a little bit that we have to go to the airport. Finds a bag somehow. Finds some clothes on a chair. Just starts shoving this. Yeah, well, luckily my mom did laundry the day before. Yeah, the, well, so you're right. It was all my clean laundry was on that chair. It was on that chair. So he just finds some clothes, puts all of his clothes into this bag, and he's confused. He's like, "Hey, what you, Tom? Where are you? What are you doing? Where are you going? What? Why are you in a rush?" Yeah, Tom goes, "Oh, I'm, I'm going to Cuba." <laughs> doesn't tell his dad. Doesn't tell anyone in his family. Oh, I'm going to Cuba for a week. And he's going Cuba. What are you going to Cuba for? I gotta go, Dad. Within two minutes, we're out of the door. Tommy's packed, ready to go to Cuba for a week. Well, that's that's that's. I don't know why I spend. I don't. I didn't forget anything. I don't think. Well, you're going to Cuba. You don't need much other than a. Then why do I need to prepare for a week? I'd rather that, nap. That's I'd weird. rather I'd rather nap than pack. <laughs> well, that's easier <laughs> than you did. <laughs> One of the more uh, interesting. Yeah. I just watched one. a documentary on Cuba today. Cuba? Yeah. How are they doing? 
uh, they're they're improving. They had some bad food down there. Yeah, some bad, bad, bad food. Yeah, it was horrible. They'd have. I remember they have. They like they have a. They had the buffet, and there would be like salad in the buffet, and it would be like old iceberg lettuce that was. Like, yeah, I not, you know iceberg lettuce how it's crunchy, it's like yeah. it has a cr- it was soggy. I remember when we first got there, we went to this like little like they're like yeah, there's food over there, so we went over, and like there was nothing remotely like half good. We all, we all just looked at each other like, uh-oh, what do we, we get ourselves into? The only thing that was good there was the burger. The, it was like a burger hut right next to the volleyball I didn't like, course. I didn't like it that much. Uh, it was better than anything else. Actually, the, the a la carte meals were actually pretty good. What's that again, the a la carte? You know how we had like a dinner where everyone like... Oh, every day, like at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I like those carts that drive around the, the resort. If you ever need to go anywhere, you just hop on a cart and it'll take you there. That resort didn't have those. Oh, so I'm thinking of Dominican. Yeah. What resort had the casino? Dominican. Yeah, that one was... Or did they both? The D- would, Dominican. No, nonetheless, Dominican. the Dominican trip was... I liked the, the resort a lot better. I had more fun, I think, on the Cuba one. Really? Because we partied. I think we just drank more. Yeah, well, that was my problem. I wasn't... I didn't pace myself. I uh, I wasn't... I didn't know anything about down south at the time. So when I went to the Dominican, I still did drink, but I I, uh, I paced myself a little bit. I mixed in a water every now and then. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I ate better. Eating is a huge thing down there. you got to eat good foods. If you don't eat well, I found I was just on the toilet all day. Yeah. You can't be. you got to eat well down there. But even at this stage, if I, I went back down, I wouldn't drink every day. I'd enjoy it. The beach. I remember in Cuba, <laughs> when you threw up over the balcony. <laughs> Yeah, that was... And you thought the guy was coming to get you? I thought he was. Who broke the door? Was it Steve broke his door off his room? I didn't say it. You did. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, what are they They're listening? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we didn't return our plates. Like, you were already in the room. I ran in the room, and I thought someone was chasing me because, like, I, what did I do? I, like, didn't, I I know I, th- I thought I like pissed in a bush outside or something. I don't know what I did. You were just I don't know. You you th- I was paranoid. <laughs> you were new to drinking. I was paranoid, and then I remember we got back in the room, and you know we ordered room service every night. We had so many plates in our room, and for some reason I thought they were mad at us because we didn't return the plates. <laughs> so it's like four in the morning at the resort, and then we have all these plates in the room, and I'm just taking all these plates and not chucking them, but taking them outside and placing them on the floor the next morning i like wake up and there's uh, plates plates all over the floor in the hallway the door across from us is broken because steve ripped it off the door (laughs) it it was such a fucking mess yeah that was a oh man that was funny that was a good trip (laughs) we used to go down south every year that was our vacation i've only been there twice really yeah I didn't. I loved it though. It was good. The boys are going. We're going down south. We're going down south for the <laughs> price that Steve used to get us at. It was like because how many we used to go with like fourteen people, and it would for it was would be like, like thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, thirteen hundred bucks round trip, all inclusive resort in Dominican. Can't beat that. No, I'm happy. It was a. There were some good trips down there. I don't know if I'd ever like want to own a home down there. Like people own homes in that part of the world. Like Dominican and Cuba, they'll go down and like they'll like the, just like that show there. Uh, it's 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 bang for your buck. Yeah, it's it's like you can the get liability. It. It's just like isn't that where all like the hurricanes and I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I just don't. I just don't like owning something where I can't get to it. If shit goes down. If shit goes down. So if you're there when a hurricane happens, what are you gonna do about it? We'll all embrace the hurricanes. Embrace it. <laughs> what more can you do? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just if it's in if I own a piece of property, I I'd like to be able to go say hello to it. I don't want to live that far from it. Maybe the fact that it's on an island has something to do with it. Like maybe if I own something in like Mexico or Costa Rica or like down like south and eh, I don't know. Well, yeah, I'd have to fly either way. All right, yeah, that's uh is you good with on this this cast? Yeah, we're good. Let's just we'll do the third. We'll get one more minute out of it. So, we're going to do uh, episode 100 here in uh, probably like an hour. Uh, it's a big moment for Tom and I coming up, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. We hope you that you enjoyed this podcast. I think episode 100, we're gonna have a couple. You know what we should do? Like best moments. We'll go through like our list and. We don't have that, time for that. Yeah, that probably won't happen. I go. I got. <laughs> I got to move out of an apartment, do a podcast, clean, and then fly back to Halifax and soon so we'll we'll come back episode 100 we'll have a celebratory drink is it still raining out i'd like to honestly go get like a tall boy come back and have like a cheer yeah we definitely have a drink all right um do you have anything else to say to the people before we start episode 100 i just want to say uh i'm gonna say save any all all the messages for epo 100 messages oh like to the people okay all right well we're gonna be out here so thank you very much for tuning in this is the high button episode 99 Once again, it's Tuesday, December 19th. It's 6.12 now, so we're going to end it. High button up.